Hey guys, thanks so much for joining me for Holistic. This is the show where we become whole together with Jesus. May the Lord bless you through this podcast. Hello, everyone. So today I want to talk to you about mental health awareness because this is Mental Health Awareness Month in May. And so I just wanted to come on and talk to you a little bit about mental health. And I think mental health is one of those things a lot of times we don't want to talk about. It can feel overwhelming and big and maybe we don't understand it all. And, you know, the brain is complex and even experts don't understand our brains all the way. And so there's kind of this nervousness, I think, a lot of times when we think about it and we hear somebody's mentally ill and we're kind of scared. And even that term, mentally ill, is kind of making its way out. It's more mental health or brain health issues or struggles. And, you know, sometimes if we haven't dealt with a mental health issue, we don't really understand it all the way. And we can be insensitive to people and just want to say, get over yourself. You know, it's something we can't always see, like maybe we can a physical illness. And so sometimes we can be, yeah, a little insensitive. And so I just want to encourage you, you know, definitely if you already struggle with it, you understand all about it. Or maybe you have a family member who is struggling or a friend. And so you kind of already know about it, but maybe you don't. And if you can't think of anyone that you know, I just encourage you here to pray. Pray for those that are struggling and pray that the Lord would open your eyes to someone that maybe is struggling and needs your encouragement or would need some prayers from you. And just pray that, that he would open your eyes and that you could help someone, even if you yourself aren't struggling or even if you are. And so I just want to come to you today and just send some encouragement your way and some hope and just remind you of even if you're struggling, you have a brain health issue or you have anything else going on, physical illness or just some struggles or trials going on in your life or someone else that we do have hope. And I wanted to share some verses with you today and just give you some practical information, some things that I have used and that have helped me when I've struggled am struggling with anxiety or just feeling overwhelmed. And so I just pray you'll stick around and you'll um, take a few moments here with me. And let's just remember that God is with us. So I'm going to give you some verses. And also, let me just pause here to say, if my voice um, sounds kind of nasally, or if I'm clearing my throat like that a few times, I'm sorry. I do have a little bit of a cold or something that's just kind of hanging on. So I'm sorry if I sound annoying. I'll try not to, you know, do the sniffle thing too much, (laughs) but forgive me if I do. So I'm going to give you some verses. I'm not going to read all of them, but I just encourage you to go yourself and look these up and, read them because I think they're really helpful if you're going through something and just helpful in general and just reminders of the goodness of the Lord. So I'm going to give you some verses and the great thing with the podcast is of course you can pause, you can get your Bible or you can get a pen and paper so you can write them down. And I'm sure you know wonderful scriptures yourself. So if there's any one scripture or scriptures that have encouraged you before, turn to those, especially when you're having brain health issues. So the first one is John 14, 27, and I'm not going to read it, but check that one out. Um, also, 2 Corinthians 10, 
3 through 6. Nehemiah 8, 10. Romans 8, 35 to 39. And really, I encourage you to read all of 8. <clears throat> it's a really, really great book in the Bible, a great chapter there, where it just reminds us who God is and that nothing can separate his love from us. Nothing. And so when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you realize and you remember that God is always with you, his love is always with you, there is real encouragement and hope in that. So definitely Romans 8, check that out if you haven't, or if you have, and go back and read that. And I wanted to read to you Lamentations 3, and once again, just like I said with Romans 8, I encourage you to read all of three. It is 66 verses, so I'm not going to read all of that because that might be a little long, but I encourage you to read it. And the title of my Bible for Lamentations 3 is Anguish, well, let me go back, The Prophets, Anguish, and Hope. And so I think a lot of times that's where we are. We're in this place of anguish and hope. Maybe you don't feel the hope part, maybe you feel more the anguish, but we can have that hope even if we have anguish because of the Lord, because of his goodness and because of his faithfulness. And so Lamentations is thought to have been written by Jeremiah, who was often called the weeping prophet. And he was crying for his people. Jerusalem had been destroyed and he was in this sad place like, God, are you here? Are you with me? Because... Ooh, there's a lot going on, Lord. And so listen with me. And like I said, there's so many great verses, but I think I'll start at verse 17. So Lamentations 3, 17, and I'll read a few verses. It says, you have moved my soul far from peace. I have forgotten prosperity. And I said, my strength and my hope have perished from the Lord. Remember my affliction and roaming the wormwood and the gall. My soul still remembers and sinks within me. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. Remember that, folks. Verse 21, so important. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Amen, right? And so even though... We are going through hard times and we are in this place possibly of anguish. We can have hope. And one great way to do that is to recall to mind, remember who the Lord is, remember what he's done, trace his hands of faithfulness in your life. And that is where we have our hope. That's true joy and true hope. The Lord is good to those who wait for him. And I know that's hard. I know it's really hard. Sometimes you know, a day is harder than another or a week or a month or a year. Sometimes it's harder to wait on the Lord and to know that he's with you. And I know life is overwhelming. It gets busy and hectic and overwhelming. I know. 
but we have to remember that the Lord is with us. And thinking about waiting, I want to read Isaiah 40, 28 to 31. It says, have you not known, have you not heard the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might. He increases strength. Are you there, friend? Do you feel weak that you have no strength? He can increase your strength. Even though you shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And it's hard for me to read that last part there in verse 31 because there's a song right now. Maybe you've heard it. It's by Elevation Worship in Maverick City that's called Wait on You. And if you haven't heard it, I highly recommend it. Check it out. I've listened to it uh, quite a few times. And they sing that scripture there or they say it and part of it. And it's, yeah, it's Wait on You. And it's so good. I love songs where there's scripture and you sing scripture. I mean, there's power in that. So yeah, wait on the Lord. He shall renew your strength. And I want to remind you that your brain health issue or your physical ailment or your trial or whatever you're going through or someone else, what they're going through, it's not your Lord. It's not their Lord. God is the Lord. Jesus is Lord. And I know that it can be hard when someone is hurting and you have this feeling you want to fix it for them. You want to fix it. And you can't sometimes. And that's really hard. But that's where we just have to trust in the Lord. And we turn to the Lord and we pray to the Lord and we say, God, I give it to you because it's too big. It's out of my hands. It's in your hands. And I want to remind you today that whatever you're going through, it's temporary. And I know it may not feel like that. It may feel really big. Maybe it's been going on a long time. But I want to encourage you also to believe in a healing, believe in a miracle. And I know that's hard. Maybe it's been going on a long time. And you think, really? I don't think it's happening for me. I've seen God heal other people, but I don't think he's going to heal me. And maybe you think you've done something wrong. You don't think you deserve a healing. And sometimes we do do things, right, that have messed our bodies up or that have caused us to be stressed and can cause a physical pain or something like that. But we can't spend all our time blaming ourselves. Some things are out of our control. Some things we can control. So pray on that. Maybe the Lord needs to show you something. Maybe you do need to forgive someone. Maybe there are things that you need to do. But sometimes things are just out of our control and we can't figure it all out and we can't stay stuck in that. Why did this happen, this and that? We turn to the Lord and we pray and we say, God, I believe that you can heal me. I believe that you can help me. You can help this person. And I know it's easy to doubt. It's easy to feel like he's not going to do it. But I want to encourage you, 
Continue praying for a healing. There's a story of a man in the Bible who for 38 years, he had an infer- a physical ailment or something going on in his body. 38 years. My mom was reminding me of that scripture the other day, and that's a long time. And so maybe you're there. And he was healed. So believe in a healing. Believe in a miracle. God is still a miracle worker. He is a way maker. And heaven awaits. I've been thinking so much about heaven, and I want to encourage you as well. Of course, we're living now, and there's a purpose for us now. But heaven awaits. If you put your hope and your faith in Jesus Christ, heaven awaits for you. Yay! (laughs) Let's rejoice in the Lord. Let's rejoice knowing that one day no more pain, no more suffering in heaven. Let us be joyful in the God of our salvation. And so I shared scripture with you, but I also want to share some practical things with you. I've already mentioned the tools earlier. If you haven't listened to those podcasts, I encourage you to do that because all those things are very important. Sometimes, like I said, we get so spiritual, we don't do the practical. And then sometimes we forget to turn to the Lord. But I had made a list a while ago and actually came across this the other day when I was going through some bad anxiety and was coming off some medication that I had taken. And I was like, okay, Lord, feeling a little overwhelmed here. But I just began to make a list and remember, you know, what can help when we're going through some of these things. And so I want to share that with you. I won't mention all the tools, although, like I said, those are very important. You know, what you eat, drinking enough water, getting sunlight, movement, all those things are so important. But also, I just want to encourage you to praise the Lord, worship the Lord, sing, dance. Don't worry if you look silly. (laughs) I've danced with the Lord. If anyone would have seen me, they might have been scared. (laughs) But sometimes we just need that release. And this time, sweet time with the Lord of just singing. And I'm telling you, worship songs are so awesome. I'm sure many of you already know that. But that can get you through some really, really hard times. And remember his goodness. I already kind of said that, to trace his hands of faithfulness. Remember who he is. And of course, reading scripture helps us to remember who he is. And another thing that scripture does is it replaces the enemy's lies with the truth. God's word has power. And so maybe the enemy, the devil has been messing with you and he's been putting some thoughts in your mind and he's telling you you're not good enough. Or he's telling you there's no purpose for you. You're too messed up. You have too many strange thoughts. And no, God will never use you. But I want you to know that those are lies from the enemy. He's the father of lies. But God is our father. And so we turn to the word and we remember, we read what his truth says. You believe what he says about you, who he is. And so write out scripture put it on your mirror, put it in your car, put it in the kitchen, wherever, and look at that and remember who God says you are. Sometimes you just have to say the word of God, even if you don't feel it. There's power in that. And the enemy doesn't like it. Resist the devil and he will flee. He'll flee. 
And I want to remind you or challenge you here. Remember what brings you joy. You know, sometimes when you're going through something, it can be really hard to even remember things you like. You get so overwhelmed and so caught up in what's wrong for you or for somebody else that you just kind of forgotten what brings you joy. What do you like to do? You know, light a candle. Do you like the smell of a candle and watching the flame? There's peace in that. Do you like music? Play some music. I remember years ago when I was going through my cancer journey. I remember being so focused on that that I kind of just forgot how to do the simple, normal, everyday kind of things. Even watching a movie, I can remember my mom put on a movie and I just felt so strange. It was like I didn't even know how to relax. It like felt weird to just sit and just kind of zone out for a little while. So I know what that's like. Like you're so depressed or you're so down or you're just so overwhelmed that you're not even sure how to do these things. But I want to challenge you to do that. Even if you don't feel like it, even if you don't feel like getting out of bed, even if it feels dark, sometimes we have to just make the steps forward, even when we feel like we're going backwards. And I know sometimes we want to stay alone and we want to stay in our darkness and we just feel like we're too much of a mess. But I want to encourage you to turn to your friends or your family Make some connections. Maybe you've had some and you've kind of cut them off because you've been sick or you've had some things going on. But that's important that we stay connected to people so people can pray for us, so people can help us. People can encourage us. I don't know, sometimes you feel like, who would want to be around me? Who would want to hear all my problems anymore? But there's someone out there. There's someone to listen. Don't give up. And don't forget to laugh. (laughs) Maybe feel like you can't laugh, but laughter is so important. Putting on a funny movie or spending some time with your kids or um, playing a game or just doing something. Watching some silly cat videos or something. You know, there's some great videos out there, especially of animals that are just (laughs) awesome and can just help you to relax. You know, laughter is very powerful. And so laugh, even if you don't feel like it. You ever seen those people, I think they actually had like classes where they would just start laughing. (laughs) It was kind of a fake laugh to begin with, but then by the end it was a real laughter. So just seeing someone smile or laugh can make you feel better. And try some distraction. And what I mean by that is not avoiding it, But if you're feeling anxious or you're feeling depressed, you're just overwhelmed, change it up. You know, do something else. Move, get outside, take a walk, cook something. Maybe there's something you used to like to make. I just want to encourage you to make it again. Try it again. Try something new. Try a new recipe. And how awesome that you could try some new food or you could give it away. Um, maybe reading something, just kind of getting your mind off of things. I know sometimes it's hard to read. I've been there where it's hard to even pick up a book and make sense of any of the words. But if you can, you know, reading a a good book, something kind of simple, lighthearted might help. I, of course, would recommend the Bible. I've already said that. But also, Jesus Calling is a really good book. If you've never read that or maybe you have, it's good. I mean, it's 
Um, of course, based on scripture and there are some verses in there, but it's really encouraging, especially I feel like if you're going through some hard times, it's really good and, and kind of a simple read. And don't forget just helping someone. You know, sometimes just getting away from your own situation and maybe what's going on with you or someone else and just helping someone. And I know sometimes that can be uncomfortable, but just helping someone and knowing that other people are going through something and maybe going through something that's even bigger than what you're going through, it kind of puts everything in perspective and it helps us to know we're not alone. And so those are just a few things I just wanted to share with you that if you're going through some brain health issues, um, that might help you. They might help you to um, feel a little more calm or just um, help you know you're not alone. And that's one more thing that I would encourage you to do is, you know, reading or finding other people's stories, whether just online, Googling that or getting a book. And sometimes just remembering that you're not alone, I think is really important because sometimes we feel like we're the only ones going through this. You get outside and it feels like everyone seems fine, but that's not true. You know, a lot of people, they, we, um, we know how to act, right? And <clears throat> excuse me, and act like everything's going okay. But so often there's many, many people that are going through something and it can be really encouraging to know, okay, I'm not alone. And also, to see, hey, maybe they, this person has made it through and what was something that helped them get through it? And just, it can encourage you to know it won't always be this way. And so that's what I want to say to you today is just remember, like I said earlier, this is temporary. It may feel like it's not. But this is a, a small part in our life if we uh, believe in Jesus and we are going to go to heaven one day. Keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your eyes on Jesus. And know that you're not alone. And so I just pray over you today, wherever you are, that you would know Jesus loves you. If you know nothing else, just know that, that Jesus loves you. And you are not alone. And whatever you're dealing with, whatever's going on, I just pray that you would know that you have hope. Even if you have anguish, you have hope in the Lord. Wait on the Lord. He will renew your strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And so I pray today, friend, you would know God is with you. Turn to him. Trust in him. Have a blessed day. Take care.